friends. Welcome to Dig the Plot Podcast. I'm Jada Atwood. My local library shared my podcast last week, so I'm happy to say my number of listens has went up, as has my subscribers, so thank you all very much. I've been doing this since January the 1st. That's when I debuted my first podcast, but I will say it's a little more unnerving knowing more people you know are listening than perfect strangers, (laughs) but I'm so thankful everyone's here and are tuning in because there are tons of book podcasts out there. Today we're going to do several reviews and then touch briefly on my buddy read that I did last month where we actually chatted with author Samantha Downing. That was so much fun. So let's dig in. The first book we're going to talk about today is The Guest by B.A. Paris. I can easily recommend any book by Ms. Paris. The Guest doesn't come out until February the 20th of 2024, so you might want to pick up a few of her other books just while you're waiting. I can recommend The Therapist, Behind Closed Doors, Bring Me Back, The Dilemma, The Breakdown, really anything by her is good. Some are a little bit better than others, but I really enjoy her. So the plot is Iris and Gabriel have just come home from a make-or-break holiday for their marriage. They come home, and they find their best friend Lori has basically moved in their house after leaving her husband, Pierre. Now, Lori has a key, and they had always told Lori and Pierre that if they were ever out of town, that they were always welcome to come stay in their home, and then vice versa. But soon things become tense. She has been sleeping in their bed. Kind of sounds like... Little Red Riding Hood. (laughs) She's been sleeping in their bed, wearing Iris's clothes, and rearranging the furniture. And let me just say, Lori got on my nerves. I did not care what she was going through. I kept screaming, kick her out. But anyway, Lori left her husband after his confession of an affair and a secret child. That's basically all she knew, so she left. Iris and Gabriel are trying to be supportive, but it's becoming increasingly harder They have also recently become friends with their new neighbors, Esme and Hugh, and then they, in turn, introduce them to their gardener, Joseph. Now, this book is definitely a slow burn. I enjoyed the storyline and the characters, not saying I necessarily like them as if we would be friends, but I really did like them for this plot. Like I stated earlier, Lori worked my nerves. I would have done went and rented her a room in a hotel. I could not take someone getting in my stuff and leaving messes and deciding that a piece of furniture needed to be moved or this needed to be there. Ugh, couldn't stand it. There are several characters, but I found this really easy to keep up with. I 100% never expected the ending, and those are the best kind of endings But it explained everything, and if I were to go back and reread the book, I probably could see it coming, because once I finished it, you know, you can go back and you can kind of see the little little hints at what's coming. This book had a really steady flow the entire time, and then wham, bam, there you go, the ending. I loved it. I will say uh, the epilogue was long. I feel like authors are starting to do that. It's like... You get the ending, you get the climax of everything, and then you've got this big, long, drawn-out explanation. I think we need to cut that off. But that's really the only thing I can say. It's a really good book. I really think you should pick that up come 2024. Now, the next book is Keep Your Friends Close by Lucinda Berry. The publication date on this is November the 7th, so it'll be here in a few months. The plot, Kirsten McCann is president of the West Holiday Moms Club, 
and is hosting a party when she turns up dead in her own pool. So that's a fun party. It's clear it's not an accident, and everyone quickly becomes a suspect. Everyone is blaming someone else, and um, there's three mothers that find themselves at the center of the investigation. There's Whitney, Brooke, and Jade. Now, they, of course, all have heavy secrets to bear and motives. All of them have motives to murder Kirsten. You can read my book on, or you can read my review on this book on Instagram. Um, I really had a hard time with this book. I could not stand any of these women, really couldn't care less about them and their relationships, nor did I even like the cops in this book. No one seemed to have a clue. And I kept trying to look at it from the perspective that these people were considered the elite, but then it just led me to think, does elite mean that you're just completely stupid? Because that's how it felt. I kept saying, or the book kept saying, these women are best friends. Oh, she's my best friend. And I'm using that term very loosely because these women were not best friends or even knew what the word meant. The story alternates between the women, between each woman, and then between now and then. It really was easy to follow. And there was a lot of great storylines in this story that it should have been expounded upon, but instead just silly stuff was thrown in. The book was so frustrating because it had such potential. Oh, my gosh, and there were so many cringy parts. And almost every one of the cringy parts are the twist and the bombshells. I, I know this doesn't seem like you're not going to understand this, but the writing was really good, and I really do enjoy Lucinda Berry. I looked at other reviews for this book. I love to read other reviews, especially when I get done reading. And I'm definitely in the minority for this review. This is just one of those books that at every turn I would like to rewrite just to make a better story. Of course, that's my opinion. I did give it two stars because I did finish it and I wanted to know how it ended. And honestly, this would have been one of those that if it had already come out, it would have been a great book to discuss all the way around on a podcast just to say this is what happened but this is how I would have done it differently this would have really been one of those books but since it doesn't come out to November I can't really do that so eh this one was just eh eh that's a good word eh I'm not sure it was one of the better ones but if you do do enjoy Lucinda Berry you might pick it up and love it because like I said I was in the minority on that all right only If You're Lucky by Stacey Willingham. Let me just go ahead and mention that Stacey Willingham wrote two of my most favorite books that I read last year. Could not re wait to read A Flicker in the Dark and All the Dangerous Things. Those are definite must-reads. So clearly I love this author, but I will say this book just hit a little differently and let me see when this book comes out really quick. This book comes out on January the 16th, and I actually may have that noted somewhere later. So you've got a little bit of time on this book also, so you can stop what you're doing for sure and go get a flicker in the dark and all the dangerous things. But like I said, this book just hit a little different than those two. It almost felt like a young adult book, but I don't think it was. I didn't ever read that it was. And maybe it was because we were dealing with college students. Maybe that's why it felt like it was a young adult book. So let's look at the plot. Lucy is larger than life. She's bold. She's dangerous. She's addictive. She's magnetic. People, magnetic people are drawn to her. 
Margot is on the flip side. She's shy, careful, never wants to be the center of attention. She's the typical you friend. She's a typical friend who just wants to be this kind of person's sidekick. So when Lucy asks Margot to room with her and her friends, Margot can't say no. She's attracted to that. She wants to be, you know, part of Lucy's life. So she finds herself now living off campus in a house that's rented from a frat house with three other girls, Lucy, Sloan, and Nicole. So it quickly comes to light that Margot's best friend, Eliza, died three weeks after they graduated high school, and they were supposed to go to college together. And you learn that her personality is similar to Lucy's, so that's why Margot is so obsessed with Lucy. But you have to wonder, why is Lucy so obsessed with Margot? So now you're in the middle of their sophomore year, and one of the frat boys next door has been murdered, and Lucy Sharp is missing without a trace and is highly suspected in the murder of said frat boy. This was a slow burn. I felt like it was a lot of repetition at times. This book switches between the now and the then with a whole lot more about the then than the now, and I felt like it should have been a little more equal. You learn that Lucy is the catalyst here. She isn't who she seems at all. It's a good part of the story. Also, each one of these girls are hiding a ton of secrets and a ton of guilt. A fun fact about this book, I really did, I don't always read the author's notes, and I'm not sure why, because I always learn something when I do, but I have to say, I think I skip those more often than I read them. But a fun fact about this book is that there are aspects of this book that are real. The author lived in a house like this during her junior, junior and senior years at the University of Georgia. You're going to read about a crawl space, and there was a crawl space in their house, and the fraternity owned their house. All of that was real. The setting was real, but the people were not. Thank goodness. So she had a really good experience at the University of Georgia, but the setting and the home life and everything was much the same. I really did enjoy that book. I do think that this is a book worth your reading. Like I said, you might feel like it's a, it's, I mean, there are some things in it that wouldn't be considered teenish, but yet eh, it kind of was, but I did enjoy it because I really do enjoy Stacey Willingham. All right, before we end this, let me tell you just a little bit about our book club chat last week with author Samantha Downing. She, you know, if you've been listening to me, especially since January, I talk about her a lot, and I even have a whole episode dedicated to her because I have read all of her books. She is one of my absolute favorites. There's not a bad read in the bunch. And last month, we read A Twisted Love Story, and she joined us while we discussed the book, and it made everything clear as to why I absolutely love her. Now, I had joined this club. I don't know if this is my second or third book with them. I just love everything that they pick. Although so far I have read everything they've chosen, so I have to go back and try to refresh my memory and review. And I hadn't I had actually read this book in February because my photo on Instagram has candy hearts in it. So I had read this sometime before. So I really had to do a refresher course on it before we talked to her. But we asked her several questions. She was very engaging and I just I feel like just even from those answers, I could gather why I enjoy reading her books. But we asked her if she was planning a part two. So if you've read this, you're going to really enjoy this part of this for Wes and Ivy. But she said, no, not right now. She thinks they're just out there breaking up and getting back together every day, which is oh, so what they're doing. 
The story wasn't based on anything real life, she said. She just, she does, you know, know people that have ups and downs in their relationships. We asked her to recommend one, at least one of her books to read. And she said she would suggest to people to always start with her newest and work back to the oldest, which I found interesting. And I think typically, I don't know, typically I, you pick up, especially with these authors that don't do series books, you typically pick up the first book they read, and that's what leads you to, you know, the following books. But none of hers will disappoint. But that's what she suggested. She also thinks the one that she feels like people talk about and have loved the most is My Lovely Wife. And I probably have to agree. I'm not sure if that's probably my absolute favorite, but I really did like that one. Someone also asked her how long it took her to write a book, which I was shocked. I thought it would take longer. But she said five to six months to write a draft that's semi-polished, and then it goes through revisions, and then it goes to the editor. Like, I really, of course, I'm sure it's going to take more than a year to kind of get it all worked out, but I don't know, five to six months just seemed like a short period of time to write something, which I guess if you're that driven, you've always got a story that's working up in your head. And she loves to observe people. She likes to gather stories from what she observes people, say, in a mall, in a restaurant, just complete strangers. That's, you know, she doesn't really necessarily know people who are doing these things, but it's just observing. And I really did enjoy that part. We ask her if she gets to choose, my friend Gina will enjoy this, if she gets to choose who narrates her audiobooks, and she said they send her suggestions. Now, someone named Carissa Vacker narrates this one that we read. I don't read audiobooks, so I have no clue. Or I, I don't read them. Um, I don't listen to audiobooks. So I really don't know a lot about that, but a lot of the other people on this chat must know her because she seemed really popular and they really liked her and so does Samantha Downing so she said she was thrilled when they suggested her and she typically always agrees with who her editor publisher whoever it is recommend because she says she thinks they're the experts but this person had read another one of her books so you'll have to pay attention to if you listen to the audiobook if this is someone that you enjoy listening to so this was my mm, my probably one of my top two favorite questions for her because this is a pet peeve of mine but they asked her how she chose her characters names and her reply was what sealed the deal for me this is why i love her she said she goes through a long process for names she doesn't want them to sound alike or start with the same letters she prefers unusual but not too unusual names she also tries to make them memorable in the reader's mind so that no one gets confused because she herself just hates reading and getting confused and having to flip backwards in a book to figure something out. And that's me. There are so many. It just seems like I'll get on a kick and this is not the name. Well, yeah, actually, this one is Maeve, M-A-E-V-E. I think the last two books I've read has had the name Maeve in it. And I'm like, why? When you could have Kim. I mean, to me, you know, and then there's so many books that have so many characters. And, you know, you'll have so many names that start with the same letters. And I'm like, if you're going to have 12 people in here, then you need to have 12 different names that start with a different letter of the alphabet. And that's basically what she said. And then another favorite question was, what is she currently reading? And that is Woman in the Library. So, of course, 
I immediately looked that up and quickly added it to my TBR list because murder, library, my two favorite things put together. So I really feel like that's going to be a good book, and I want to read that. If she's reading it, now she didn't say she loved it. She just said that was what she was reading. So we so enjoyed talking to her, and it was just... I don't know. It was just like she was one of us that was on there chatting and talking about toxic relationships and twisted love stories. And it was just, you know, she was just one of the girls and she fit in nicely with our group. So huge shout out to my Instagram friend who set that up for us. It was awesome. So that's it for this week. The absolute only thing I can tell you about next week is that we're going to be talking about books. So there you have it, next week and books. Thanks for listening to this week's Dig the Plot. Be sure and follow me on Instagram at digtheplot underscore. Join me next week. See you then.